There we go. We live, man. We live. <laughs> can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine. Well, welcome, welcome, everybody. This is Vibing with Nikki's. I'm Nikki Forever Love. I'm Nikki Baby. And yes, this, welcome to our podcast. So basically, we're just starting this off to introduce ourselves, to get our faces out there, our names out there, and everything else which we have other platforms that you guys can see us on yeah we're on um anchor which is anchor transfers over to spotify and to apple music we are on instagram we're on tiktok we own what else we own a little bit of everything Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> a little bit of everything we, YouTube. YouTube. oh yeah we are and, YouTube. yeah so go like comment subscribe all of that like share love post 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 repost and set us up so everybody can see it basically we are very opinionated and everything <laughs> that we talk about is basically off of opinions okay our personal opinions our personal experiences and life in general of things that have happened or that we have been through or what other people have been through so people that we have invited to our podcast will have their own opinion on everything that they're talking about so today's topic is basically depression. A lot of us suffer from depression and some people don't know how to deal with it or how to cope with it or understand what's going on, especially for women of color that deals with depression every time or every now and then, because I personally deal with depression, not on an everyday basis, it comes in spurts. I also deal with depression. I have been dealing with depression for many, many years. Don't know what triggered it, where it came from, but I am ADHD, ADHD and bipolar um, too, with a mimic. So I do have depression. I've recently been in depression from my mother's passing. And like she said, it comes in spurts, it comes and goes, and people deal with it differently. Well, most of the time, I've I've been through that as well. I also been through depression after my mom passed. I've had a recent spurt of it after my dad passed. But with everything, different situations cause depression to come up and different ways for people to deal with them. So basically, we're just here to try to give some advice, a listening ear to whoever has that issue of going on and how we deal with it differently and how do we work through it because some people don't have the opportunity to talk to somebody else about what they're going through or how they feeling well versus, versus when, I met the, <laughs> Nick, when i met nikki baby i met her on a, a cool calm collective situation but it was kind of weird because i would have never expected to meet her the way i met her and when i met her it was like we clicked instantly and it, it was never known. It was just real awkward, really. It was real awkward. Yeah, like, awkward maybe we should tell that story in another podcast, how you met. <laughs> yes, we will tell that story in a different podcast. But also, it came out to become like we were sisters spiritually and mentally. Like, okay, this is my, my other girlfriend. This is my wife right here. Like, on another type of lifeline, like, that's where it's at. And yes, I do. I personally, I have, I can count on my hands of how many best friends or sister-like friends that's females that I have. 
and not many people have that. So for me, I have that with Nikki Baby. I have that also with another friend of mine, which y'all will see her coming up in maybe a few different episodes every now and then. And she's very talented, but she does deal with depression in a different way that we deal with it. But when you fall short and you don't have nobody to talk to, I pick up the phone, I'll be like, what you doing? She'd be like, nothing. <laughs> oh, it's me, oh, it's me, okay. Talk every day, like literally every day, like we're an old married couple. Like we talk every day, like what you doing? Nothing. But we do this and we're trying to get out to people, even males, because males deal with depression a whole lot different. That'd be good to females. have a male on here to tell us how they deal with depression. Don't be afraid, guys. You know, we're trying to open it up because, especially with being black males, y'all deal with it completely different than we deal with it. Men don't show emotions, so you have no clue. They in depression, none whatsoever. And they now some of them will cry out for help and let you know, like, look, something's not right. I'm not feeling good. Like, my mind is telling me to do this one way, and I feel like I need to do it another way. You know, they don't say it. Women don't say it neither. We lash out. We'll just start a fight or an argument or start crying, hooping and hollering. Flip out. Go MIA or whatever. I do have a male right. Go disappear. That had depression. I just thought about it and they flipped out on me a couple of what a month ago. They flipped out on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it it comes in spurts and it's like, man, who do I have to talk to about that? And then part of our podcast is about spirituality. And because some people believe in what they believe in, it helps them. And sometimes it may drive them worse into a depressed state because they're confused. Correct, correct, correct. So, they're very confused. So how do you deal with your depression, Nikki? Uh, okay, in the beginning, I'm not even going to lie to you. In the beginning, like right after my mom passed, my therapy because I didn't literally didn't want to go and talk to somebody professionally. I would go to the tattoo shop. Yes, that's why I got so many. <laughs> <laughs> I will go to the tattoo shop for tattoo therapy. Matter of fact, I need to because go. I, <laughs> I ain't got enough. I, I went and I went and got tattoos because it was another outlet. I'm hurting in the inside, but I went and got tattoos. And the pain from the tattoo needle wasn't nothing. Because I'm just sitting there like a G, like, I go to sleep. Okay, we're we going to do this. I go to sleep sometimes. I just be like, whatever. When I wake up, I have my five, six, something done. I'm like, oh. Right. And that's how I dealt with part of my mom's passing. Because I had other things going on, too, that even would make me fall deeper into that. So sometimes I didn't know where I want to go, who I want to talk to, or anything like that. And it's more or less to say, okay, yeah, you have your family members that is there for you, but you have your friends that's there for you that understand because they've been through that situation already. All right. Nikki, why don't you um, look up the, uh, the suicide hotline just because we are talking about depression and and pinpoint that on our uh on our pack on this uh on this live so just in case somebody is yeah. out there depressed enough where they want to commit suicide because i know that when i first found out I i've had, been there. yeah when i first found out i had depression 
um, I had it from, I lost my kids. I lost my kids to CBS. That was the first thing. And then the second thing, it was like, I was going through a divorce. My husband asked for a divorce. That was the next thing. So I tried to kill myself, not once, but a bunch of times. So depression will lead you there. But I mean, there's always somebody to talk oh, to. Yeah. I've, I've been there. Yeah. As a kid growing up, my parents, I can honestly say, I give them heads off and I thank God for them and my ancestors for them because my parents was the type of parents that they was no nonsense bullshit parents but they also were the type of parents to say if anything is wrong you can come to us and talk to us mm-hmm. mind you i'm a i'm the only girl between two boys and my brothers i, I <laughs> they are literally like the best brothers i could have ever asked for sometimes i want to trade them <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but when you look at it, you be like, nah, never mind. I'm not going to trade them in. I feel you on that trade them in part. <laughs> Trust me, I got a brother so that I'd be like, Lord, why? <laughs> why? Why? But I do have an adopted brother. I love him to death. I love him to death. I, I love him to death. And he helps me through my depression, too, because he'll be like, bitch, get your ass up. Let's go do something. You're going to get out this house today. Oh, put that bottle down because I do I do drink heavily when I'm depressed. I do smoke when I'm depressed. We just gonna put it out there. Um, I used to pop pills real bad when I was depressed. I mean, like I said, it's different things people do for outlet. And tattooing is one. I mean, yeah. that's one of mine too. I you know, like I told y'all, like I go get five or six. It and since, since we're being honest, and yes, everybody, we are keeping it real like we taking our clothes off we getting naked with y'all and letting y'all know that y'all not by yourself because i did the pills i literally tried to commit suicide a couple of times that's why i got a whole bunch of one pills. of these behind my ear the the semicolon i can't remember which one it is i think it's this one that means keep going keep going and i didn't just the pills was the second step for me the pills was was the second step for me. And the first step was I was cutting myself. I would literally sit down in a corner with a razor or a knife and I will cut marks into myself. Some uh, people noticed and some people didn't notice it. My daughter used to do that. And she, that's what she wear long sleeves all the time because of that. I think I tried that one time and it just, that's just wasn't my forte, but I mean, Everybody had different things, and that one, I'd rather go get. Yeah, that one was, wasn't mine. But yeah, um, so the second part of our podcast is depression and sex. Since we do talk about sex a lot. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. We do talk about sex a lot, but it's still a, a part of depression because some people will use sex as an outlet for their depression and how does it affect you sexually because you're depressed for me in a couple of my episodes to where that i was in a bout of some serious depression sex wasn't on the table for me i was not i felt like i'm not attractive enough i'm not good enough i'm not sexy enough and i don't want to have sex i don't want to do this Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't do it. And 
of course, in my younger days, people will be like, well, what's wrong with you? Did I turn you off? Or no, I'm going through something right now. Yeah, that's understandable. And they wouldn't understand. Because yeah, I know in my past relationship, the one I was in for six years, I would go three, four months without having sex. And be like, what's wrong with you? Look, dude, I'm going through something. In my mind, I can't, I just can't. Mm-mm. And it's, it's basically, it's not them. It's just... It's just what you're going through. It's just... It, it's this emotional chemical imbalance that's going on in our minds and in our bodies to where we don't have that impulse to get up and do it. But when it comes down to it, then yeah. I mean, yeah, I might be... I mean, we could have sex, but I'm going to be laying there like a lump on the log. I ain't going to like no movement, no sex. I ain't going to say shit. I don't care. I good you down there. If I'm not into it, I ain't into it. That's just not what's gonna happen. I ain't gonna happen. Yeah. But then sometimes I'd be so depressed where I use sex as an outlet to forget about the pain or forget about what I'm thinking about, and I have. That's when I become a nympho. <laughs> that's when I become now, a nympho. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say nuts. Nothing's wrong with that, but something is kind of like wrong with that because with for some people. Like, I haven't tried that as an outlet because um, my hormones is really not there for me to try that as an outlet. But for some people that use that as an outlet to forget what's going on and all the different chatter that you're having in your mind, it it deters it from an everyday situation. She don't want to answer that. No, nah, I'm at work. I'm watching the cameras. This, and she just picked up the phone and dropped it. Like... Did you not go, I mean, yeah, you not going to answer the phone? I'm on break. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not doing this right now. They're going to keep calling. I wish I could get hang up in their face, but they're kind of corporate. <laughs> <laughs> that don't work that way. It that don't work that way. It don't work that way. At all. At all. Mm-mm. And I, I'm, I just want everybody, you know, to try to figure out. If y'all have any questions, feel free to, to drop them. In the comments, we will answer them. Um, you know, I'm sitting up here and I'm looking for this phone number for you guys. They have so many different phone numbers for what we're talking about right now. They have depression phone numbers. They have the suicide hotline. They have literally, they have a lot of different avenues to try to get some help. I just want to say, but don't. it's stereotyped for us as being african-americans and don't be afraid to ask for help or to even go to a doctor don't think they're gonna just put your ass in a straitjacket and throw you in a white room that's not what happens i promise you i've been to the mental hospital many a times that is not what happens don't let the tv it, fuck you up okay because that don't happen like that <laughs> it really no it don't happen like that um sometimes they will try to I kind of feel like sometimes when you do go talk to some of them that they kind of like think your situation is not as important as somebody else's situation because they want you to go through all these different avenues for it. Yeah, they want you to take all these different but, pills and stuff. I will say, don't take the pills. Don't take that pills. No, unless you're in a state where it's legal. Yeah, tell them to write you a prescription for that. <laughs> if you stay in California, Vegas, all it, 
Yeah. You good. You, good. You, good. <laughs> you know, in certain states, it, marijuana use is legal. Um, and the prince, here in Louisiana, they're only doing it for medical purposes only. And they still don't but, consider that a medical purpose. So, yeah, because Texas is the same way. But depression is a medical purpose. Right, but they don't, they won't prescribe it. Now, if you was in L.A. or Vegas, yeah, because my sister got it, and mm, I need some of that. <laughs> Send it to One me. One of my friends in LA, she, she, she has it too. And when I tell you, it's raining in New Orleans. It's storming. It just started storming. Okay, because I heard the thunder. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, guys, this here is giving me a runaround. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna think you need to pack your stuff in uh, Coney Houston because that sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't that bad. It's gonna be bypass showers as always. I'm going to the beach today. Hopefully. While you stuck in um, the rain. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so far, I pulled up a number for a live answering service for the suicide hotline or depression hotline. You guys, um, it's 1 866 663. 8309 and they can help you get to someone to help with some of your depression or some of your questions that you may be asking it's a calling service so they may help a little bit but i'm still looking for okay crisis hotline near me let's try that i don't want to be in new orleans all right (laughs) (laughs) i don't know like being here has its perks i wouldn't be the well i'd be at the liquor store i'd be on bourbon street (laughs) drunk keep your tail off bourbon street (laughs) or i'd be at the mississippi river drunk (laughs) be like them bombs over there just don't fall in all i'm saying is just don't don't go to the steps and Right, you know, but some people will feel like that's the best outlet for no, them to do. Wait, wait, that that ain't that ain't mm-mm. that ain't the you know, that's not bad. That ain't because it because I I thought about it. I was like, should I take this goddamn car and just drive it off the interstate? That ain't look. Just call me. I'm gonna tell you to turn right. <laughs> turn left. Right, you're like, no, no, don't do it. You are gonna leave me here to have to deal with all these people by myself mm-hmm. now i need you here and realize not in spirit sitting on my shoulder talking about it. <laughs> i need to hear in real life. you know what you was doing you know what you was doing you should have known better i told you not to leave we're me talking here. about depression and how people deal with depression in different ways that they deal with depression. hey mackie that's my cousin immaculata and mackie is woke okay all right. She's very woke. We, and we, I look, love her to We need more woke people in the world. <laughs> right. And on some of my depression days, Immaculata has been there for me. Literally. Like, she was like, come on, cousin, we about to go. Like, it has been so bad to where you know when you got somebody in your corner that understands. If they don't understand right away, they know the different ways to try to help you feel like getting out of that funk. Because it's been days that I didn't want to get up and take a fucking bath and she'd be like, uh-uh. Come on, cousin. 
I know because we get yeah. in this tub and she will get in the tub with me, or I will get in the tub with her because she's feeling some type of way and she doesn't have the energy or the strength to mm -hmm. get up and do it. We'll literally get in the bathtub and wash your ass <laughs> <laughs> because that's how. Okay, sure, Gabriel. You know, but some people don't realize and, they're in depression, like me. Okay, it's my last episode. I didn't realize I was in depression until I was talking to my auntie and telling her my day-to-day -day routine. And she was like, you know, you're going through a depression. You're going in your state. And I'm like, no, I'm not, auntie. She said, just listen to yourself. She was like, you're saying you don't like, you don't want to clean up. You're saying you come home, you sleep all day. You're saying, you, you know, you don't take two and three baths like you usually do. Yeah, I'm that type of person. I take two and three baths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, auntie, I just come and get to bed. And I talk to the dogs. Be like, I wish y'all die. Can y'all die today? I love dogs, y'all. So <laughs> if I'm talking about killing my dogs, yeah, it's 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 an issue. It's an issue. It, it's bad at that moment. <laughs> and of course, I've been on the phone with her like many a times, y'all, and she'll be saying some stuff like random stuff off the top of your head, and I'll be like, "Babe, you all right?" She'd be like, "No," and she'll break down and start crying and be like, "I don't know what else to fucking do. I want to get rid of my dogs," and she really loves her fucking dogs. Like, they're her kids. Mm -hmm. She love her dog sometimes more than she love her own kids. <laughs> they don't talk back. <laughs> they don't ask for shit. Hell, they ain't spoiled. Hell. <laughs> they ain't gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> but for her to sit up there and say she's ready to get rid of her dogs, yeah, I knew something was wrong. I had six of them. I'm down to two. It still hurt me that I only have two. But until I get through going through my depression right now, that's what it's going to have to be. Now, when I get rid of my... One of them I can't get rid of. I inherited one of them from my mom. So the other one, when I get rid of my favorite, oh Lord, we're gonna have a problem. I got rid of my oldest, really my grand one of my grandkids have. But once I get rid of that one, then we know we got another problem. <laughs> we got another problem. So yeah, my if y'all not really if y'all just listening and y'all driving and my cousin says like sometimes like when you feel depressed, try writing it down and yeah, try writing it down because you never know. What you're writing down could be not just your feelings. It could be someone else's feelings as well. And when you start sharing that with other people that you trust, you can't just share it with anybody. Someone that you trust, mm -hmm. it can actually help that other person. Mm -hmm. And yes, cousin, we know you love your animals. Picture she got a white cat. I want a, a cat, y'all. I want a cat. And just so happened, this kitten came to her at the spur of the moment. And I feel like her mom, God rest my auntie soul, recently passed away. Mm -hmm. And she she fell into a bit of depression because she's like, I wouldn't have never thought she would have been gone the way she went. And just so happened, this white cat popped up and it's the kitten. And when I tell you she is so beautiful, and like I told her, that kitten was the ancestors guided. Cats are spiritual, too. majestic. You know, since we were woke here, yeah, they're very majestic. Of course, and she's so in love with that kitten. She is so in love with her. Like animals help with depression, y'all. Even though I be trying to get rid of my, <laughs> they do. <help. laughs> animals do help. With depression, um, my, my dogs know what I'm. They'll do one or two things. They'll either come to me and cuddle with me, 
or they'll run the hell out because they like this bitch is crazy. <laughs> and and that they do. They they do that. And like my birds, like I have birds. If anybody knows me, they know I love animals as well. But I have birds, and I've been having my birds for a good little while. And my sister-in-law gave me my first set of cockatiels. No, actually, that's my second set of cockatiel. The first set, my husband bought this cockatiel. We was in the pet store. And this bird just kept making all kind of noise. Like, the bird became real, real mean. And the lady in the store was like, you don't want that bird. That bird has an attitude. It cusses and it will spit water on you. That type of bird. That type of bird. So my husband was like, I want that bird. I was like, okay, go back and get the bird. If that's what you really want, go get the bird. That type of bird. Next thing I know, this boy, it would got the bird. And that bird name was Scrappy. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And when I tell you this bird had an attitude, I mean this bird had an attitude. He was teaching the bird how to say my name. And the, every time he would walk inside, he would say, Say Nikki, say Nikki. And the bird would say, Nikki. And he my husband would look at the bird and be like, Don't you say that around people? And the bird would just look at him and roll his head and then go to the bowl and get some seeds and spit it at him or whatever. Like the bird really had its own, its own attitude, its own lifeline. Like that bird was meant for him to be his his companion, other than me. But the bird like became our kid, and you couldn't tell that bird nothing. When the bird would let you know when he's hungry, when he out of food, when you need, and would not drink faucet water. <laughs> Oh, you had a bougie bird. bird. That's what you had. You had a bougie bird. <laughs> a bougie bird, yes. Hey, it's sis. bottle water. <laughs> Thank you, cousin. Thank you. My sister is joined. And just so she knows, uh, we're talking about depression today, sis. <laughs> of course, of course. And that bird helped him out a lot. So one day, it just so happened, he said the bird was just in the cage making all kind of noise, all kind of noise, all kind of noise. And he said, he, he told the bird, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he said he went and jumped in the shower and he got out the shower. The bird wasn't making no noise. He goes back and look, his bird had done died. He called me on the phone. He said, oh, my bird didn't die. I said, what you did the bird? He said, I ain't do the bird nothing. I just told him, shut the hell up. I said, see what happened? Oh, sis, we know your animals are bougie. We're not even talking about your animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, homemade ice. <laughs> Bob drinks bottled water with homemade ice. Now I be yeah. they expensive. They expensive. But right after that, my sister-in-law gave us two cockatiels and we've been having them for a while. And then by of age, as you know, animals get older and they start to get sick and you know, I think animals go through the depression too because of my mom's dog. When my mom passed oh, yeah. away, my mom dog cried, y'all. I kid you not, my mom dog cried when my mom passed away. Every now and then, now I think my mom is possessing that dog because that dog know I don't like her. <laughs> she know I don't like her, but these last past couple of nights, she can come get in the bed and get under the covers with me, and I'll be like, "Bitch, what are you doing? You know we don't, we don't." 
we don't we ain't go together. But yeah. yeah, I think dogs have depression too. So not only do yeah, they 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 literally literally do, and a lot of animals, especially a lot of dogs these days now, are service animals. And cats can be service animals too. What you say? Everyone, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Yeah, cats can be service animals too because what you don't realize is cats are very intuitional. They're very, they notice everything. They might not act like they notice everything and just get fat and want to sit all over your furniture, but (laughs) they, they, they pay attention just like dogs pay attention. I guess that's why they be rubbing on you and talking about meow. <laughs> yeah, they they will talk to you and like even if if you're sick, your cat or your dog will know that you're sick, that you're not feeling well. And my other favorite animal is guinea pigs, and I'm just like, you know, I don't know because we talking about animals. Another favorite animal of mine is horses. Riding horses when you're going through depression is the best tranquility. That's like going to the beach. Yes, that is it the is. best to get on horse the horse. Because I do ride horses, and it's going so. in the air. Your hair bouncing back. That is like the best. <laughs> like I'm in a whole nother world. My depression is gone for that second. I'm not even thinking about. Yeah, but you know, like when when you're doing something to try to get rid of the depression. Like some people go to the gym and they'll work out hard, 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 hard because they're in that depression because they don't know what else to do and working out in the gym helps them with that depression. Mm-hmm. It literally helps them with that depression and they will literally be in there three and four hours out of the day. I wish I had because... that drive. <laughs> I, can't do th- I can't even do 30 minutes in the gym. If I had, I, I have that drive a little bit and I, I think I still need help with that because I'll go to the gym and I'll work out and then I'll be like, I'm ready to go home. I don't do the gym because I don't have nobody to go with. So, I look, I need my sister to come from Cali. I need you to come from New Orleans. <laughs> I need somebody to work out with me because I got to get rid of this tummy, tummy. Yes, yes. I'm working on it too, sis. I'm working on it too. I'm trying to get rid of this tummy, tummy too. And it's it's hard for women, especially I mean, of that's color. Another thing with it is hard for eating. us to... We can't get rid of the tummy if we eat. Cool. <laughs> let's not let's not go there because I have a sugar fetish. Uh-uh. I have a seafood fetish. I'm gonna go eat. <laughs> <laughs> I have this fetish of when I when I I know when something is seriously wrong because all I want to do is eat sweets. Give me a cupcake or a birthday cake and it's going down. Yeah, you always going to the store getting a birthday cake. I'm like, what are you doing? Come on, get a, get a birthday cake. <laughs> Who birthday is it? Shit. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I just want cake. Mine is seafood. It's like, you know how people say they go do shopping therapy. No, I go for it. Oysters. Let me go get some oysters. It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seafood. Okay, so... I know there's so many different stages of depression and we will be doing this again because I want people to ask questions or whatever. And matter of fact, y'all for my depression, you, I'm going to the beach. I said that once, I said that twice, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going today. You said it three times already, woman. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to the beach today for my depression today. <laughs> <laughs> and 
it's to the point where there's so many different types of depression that people will go and do different things because they have that depression. For me, one like I said earlier, one of my outlets were getting tattoos. Right now, when I have? go through it, I, I lash out, but I don't lash out as bad as I used to lash out. Um, because I find that I do have, I still have some people in my corner that I can go and talk to. Hello. And <laughs> hello. Right. <laughs> and talk to and even if i'm on the phone just crying they're listening mm -hmm. that's good to know that you have somebody to, to listen to you and cry and listen to you slang snot and all that <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes like sometimes it, it seriously be, it, it gets that bad to where you do need somebody that you can rub your nose on their shoulder and they be like it's all right baby just cry it out and most people in the black community especially these days a lot of people used to say don't cry don't cry don't you, cry when you cry that's not true y'all cry let it out let it out don't hold it in because me experiences it, i hold it in and when i do let it up it's like a goddamn hurricane katrina can't get it over. <laughs> right for me it's like a ticking time bomb like I'm not about to flood you out. I'm about to set you on fire. Yeah, that's kind of like with my de uh, my mimic depression. It'll, yeah. I let it build up and build up and build up and then I'm going to explode. And ain't no telling what I'm going to do. It's, it just depends. Yeah, on... and, and that, that'd be the bad part. That'd be the bad part because once you have letting it build up to where you don't know what you're going to do. And who you're going to hurt or what you're going to say. And it, it could be somebody innocent that you're hurting and you wasn't trying to hurt that person, but they just got caught in a crossfire. Exactly. Exactly. So, guys, I did find the number for the suicide hotline. It's 1-800-273-8255. And for some states, they're asking you to call 911 and talk to the operator. And the operator will direct you to someone that can help you. Right off the top, so, Texas. If you live in Texas, 211, you call 211. They will tell you... Um, that uh oh i got a new name golden nikki hello hi time it'll help you find doctors um and stuff like that if you need help even if just with somebody to talk to i think i've called two one 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 two four and they help me get help send me to mental places to go talk to people yeah even though now um in louisiana uh there may not be as many clinics that you can go to anymore because of the budget cuts that people have been going through and then with this pandemic a lot of people are still suffering from depression because they can't be around people and they can't go outside and they've been confined and you know i'm about to go into depression because i can't leave the country <laughs> Okay. You can leave. You can leave the country. Get your passport. I can't find it. Shit. <laughs> but I need to go to Jamaica. <laughs> look, let's plan a trip, and we're gonna go to Jamaica. Ty, you need to get your passport together. No, and black people in general, anybody that listening to this podcast, get your passport so you can get out the country. You got to see the world, live a little. 
See the world. Yes, please, please, please do, people. Get your passport. Leave the country. Leave the state. Yes. For, your first, the first step. step. Leave the state. Leave the state. <laughs> the state. Go somewhere else and see what they have. Go to Cali. Go to Chicago. Go to Colorado. Look, first of all, if you live Stop in a state it. that is illegal for weed, go to a state where it's legal. Let me tell you, <laughs> the first thing you're going to want to do is roll you up a blunt and smoke it by the police officer because ain't shit they can do. <laughs> well, I went to Vegas Strip and the police walked by and I was like, come on, get high for that. <laughs> this some potent Now, I can honestly say, I went to Jamaica. Me and my husband went to Jamaica. And granted, he was not in the best condition in Jamaica. So we're going to go back and do it because he was in a whole lot of pain, y'all. And when we got off the bus, just sightseeing, the people in Jamaica was so friendly. They was like, do you want a bud? Do you want a bud? I mean, friendly, friendly. I went on a cruise. And the buds <laughs> was so big. For $10? Go to the Bob Marley house. Let them kids be knocking on your window. You, you want the weed? I had a man come to me with a big old garbage bag. He pulled out a pot. He had brownies in the pot. He had a big old stem. So you want the stem? I'm like, what well, damn? How much is the stem? <laughs> the whole <laughs> Yeah, they, they overly happy in, over there. I don't know what weed they smoking, but they happy, happy. When uh, Bob Marley say, uh, what's that song? Don't worry. About it, be happy. Yes. And I kind of feel no like, <laughs> okay, since we're talking about that as well, with the depression, marijuana does help some people in depression. Granted, the doctors does give you medication because these mugs gave me some medication. Had a nigga sleep for two days. You too. That's why I say don't take this shit. <laughs> My ass. After my mom died, my dad was like, you know, we know you got your issues. So I need you to go talk to these people for me, please. I said, okay, daddy, I'm going to talk to these people. I get to the clinic. I'm talking to the doctor or whatever. And he was like, have you ever had suicidal thoughts? And I was like, yeah, I've had them. I've done it a couple of times. He was like, okay. So he writing on the paper. I'm like, what you writing? He was like, I'm just writing up your diagnosis. He was like, you're clinically depressed. I clinically need a check now. <laughs> Thank you. For real. Can you give, Can you run me my money? As my cousin said, can you run me my coins, please? Run me my coins, please. And thank you. And they put me on Xanax. That was my first one. I've been on Depakote. I've been on Abilify. I've been on all types of stuff. Depression is real, yeah. You know what? Real, for real. While we laughing and joking. The first time of me being on Xanax. Look, tell your people <laughs> to stop calling me. 318. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. The first time of me taking it. I didn't know you were supposed to break this pill down. She's about to go into her depressed state, y'all. I'm going to go in her and click out. I sure am. My break almost over with anyway, Nikki. We need to wrap it up. 
Okay. So, you guys, again, the number for the suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Call them if you feel like you don't have anyone else to Hell, talk message to one of us if you feel like... Right. If you feel like you, you need somebody to talk to and you don't want to call the suicide hotline, hit us up on, on Facebook, Instagram. If y'all got my number directly, call me. I don't care what time of day it is, call me. I am here to listen. I don't judge. That's not what we do here. We don't judge anybody for what they do or how they feel or whatever, as long as you're not trying to commit murder because I plead the fifth. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't know nothing. They come to me is like, mm -mm, I'm deaf dumb. <laughs> but on a serious note guys thank you thank you thank you so very much for tuning into our live podcast this will not be the last of we're going to try to do vibing twice, twice a week y'all and if y'all really really like it we might do more than that <laughs> we're going to try to squeeze it in we literally are going to try to squeeze it in y'all got topics and make it want to talk about let us know hit us up so again, likes, comment, share, subscribe. And if you, <laughs> if you haven't been added to our group and you are in our group and you know somebody that may like to talk with us or learn from us some kind of way, add them to the group. We will, we will be doing kind of like a little screening because we don't want people that is crazy, crazy deranged. <laughs> Yeah, crazier than us and deranged and potential stalkers trying to cause anyone in our group or listening to our podcast any harm. And again, this is basically off of opinions and personal experiences. So if there's something that you feel as though that you want to talk about or you can give us some insight on, feel free. We can learn from y'all too. This is a learning of course, great to learn. Um, again, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube. We're on all of that. Streamyard. Yeah. We also we on Streamyard as well, but we're trying not to use Streamyard too much. But if we have to, we will. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. This is vibing with Nikki's, mm -hmm. and y'all enjoy y'all day. Love y'all.